0: Welcome, guys and gals, to the Man Talks podcast. I'm Connor Beaton, the host and founder of Man Talks. On this week's midweek mini episode, we are going to take a deep dive into how to get out of a rut. I figured that, you know, the month of December, sometimes we can feel a little bogged down. Typically, a lot of people spend a ton of money in this month. We can feel like we're in a little bit of a rut leading up into Christmas. Uh, And maybe we feel like we're in a funk coming out of Christmas. You know, there's a lot of pressure that people feel to start the start the year off right and to begin anew and you know there's that's when gym memberships are at their all-time high and programs are at their all-time high and people invest and spend a lot of money to sort of pull themselves into this new space and it can be a very challenging time for a lot of people when they feel like they might be in a rut so and maybe this isn't applicable to you right now maybe you are in a great place. And that is freaking awesome. Uh, I congratulate you. Maybe this podcast episode isn't for you right now, but maybe it's something that you want to bookmark. Or maybe this is something that you want to share with a friend who is in a rut, who you can tell is stuck in a rut, or uh, who's maybe just going through a rough time and needs to be pulled out. So if that is you, then please mend it forward, send it to somebody who could definitely use to, to listen to this podcast. And thanks for doing that. So before we start, as per usual, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for sharing this podcast and for being a part of this tribe and community. I have loved the uh, DM messages recently and the people reaching out through email and the feedback that you guys have been giving. Absolutely incredible. Thank you for coming to say hi at the live events. Thank you for sending me videos. I got a few videos from people recently uh, reaching out and saying thank you. So that is awesome. And I love it. So let's dive into this episode. How to get out of a rut. See, being stuck in a rut isn't actually a barrier or a wall to greatness. It's actually a part of greatness. And there are a few things that you can do right now to get unstuck on your way back into greatness. So there's a little bit, uh, a little bit of a, a, a format to this, and so I'm going to give you that right now as I stutter my way through it. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, so losing momentum really happens to everyone. I think that's where we need to start. It really does happen to everyone. No matter what the task is, no matter what the business is, no matter what the job is, it really is the task at hand. So consider it really a temporary setback rather than a permanent condition. Because a lot of us get into this space of feeling like we're in a rut, we feel like we're unmotivated, and it is easy to buy into the belief that that is going to last forever, and that actually really hinders us from moving forward. So, what are some of the things that actually keep us stuck? You know, when you feel like you're you're trapped on a hamster wheel, you're spinning in circles, and and getting deeper deeper into the into a rut. What actually gets us into that space? Because if you feel trapped in a negative cycle, it's probably not due to a lack of ideas or opportunities. So to get things moving in the right direction, again, you may actually need to to adjust how you think about change. And we persist in doing things that do not bring us the results that we want for four key reasons. And so this is important. This is really, really important. So we, pers- we, we continue to do the same thing over and over again that aren't bringing us the results that we want and that's what keeps us stuck in the rut for really four main reasons and the first one is something called the sunk cost fallacy and i love this i love the sunk cost fallacy i'm i'm like i geek out on this but the sunk cost fallacy really is about concentrating and holding on to and fixating on what you've already invested such as time money effort energy and all of these things because you've invested into it because you've invested time and energy and money into something it forces you to feel like you should hold on to it so let's let's just use a job as an example or a relationship let's use in a relationship because that's a good one let's say you're in a relationship and there's a part of you intuitively that knows that that relationship is coming to a close and that it's, it's really not serving you anymore. It's not getting the results that you want anymore. You're not happy in it anymore, but you're just holding on for dear life. And the sunk cost fallacy would explain that because you've already invested time in this person, because you've already invested energy and money and emotions and connections and your network is built together, that all of those things are actually the reason for holding on. And that investment is actually the reason why why you're holding on to something, so that's one another one is a pipe dream, so thinking about running away to Tahiti or winning the lottery or uh, you know whatever fantasies we get lost in to make us feel better in those moments, they really don't do anything else but keep us in that rut because it it continues to create cognitive dissonance and cognitive separation between where we are, feeling stuck in a rut, and where we ultimately want to be uh, in our fantasy world of winning the lottery and running away to Japan or Asia or like wherever it is that you want to go. And so noticing when we feel like we're living in that fantasy is really important because the deeper into the rut we go, the more we fantasize often about uh, these pipe dreams of of just like getting completely out of it. The next is wishful thinking. So. Oftentimes, longer work hours at a harder job may land you a promotion, but sometimes it doesn't. It's no guarantee. And in the meantime, you might get burned out. And so sometimes we have this like wishful thinking about things in our lives that we believe are going to help. And so we attach our outcomes onto those things that we hope are going to pull us out of the rut. But there's no guarantee in that. Uh, And then the last one is something called intermittent reinforcement. And so when we get caught in a negative situation, small positive cues may signal that things will improve eventually when in fact they may not. And so instead of remaining in a dead-end situation, determine objectively whether things are actually improving overall. And so what this means is that sometimes when we're in a rut, we will so desperately want uh, to move out of that space that we will take any minor positive change as the like the sign of our salvation right and because we want so desperately for that for that small positive change to signal that we're going to get completely pulled out of the rut so these are all important things to know when dealing with being stuck in a rut but if you're trapped in any of those four sticky mindsets, if you're trapped in any of those places, you know, the hamster wheeler and the rut, there are some strategies to help you really pull out of that space. Now, the first one uh, is, is to be able to em- embrace regret. Now, regret may paralyze you uh, from making progress, but what, what a lot of research has actually shown that, that is counter thinking or counterfactual thinking can actually help, you, help to motivate you. And so oftentimes when we are trying to avoid regret, it paralyzes us from taking the action that we actually need to take. And it seems counterintuitive, but when we actually embrace the regret that we have about maybe not taking actions or not doing the work that we were supposed to do, it can be incredibly motivating for us because it helps us to move through uh, the thing in which we have been avoiding the most. So if we're avoiding regret, we're not taking action because we're not we're not allowing us ourselves to really uh, embrace that and, and fully embody it. but when we allow it to pass through, we can actually see what actions we need to take more clearly. The second one is is actually setting attainable goals. So, sometimes we can be overwhelmed by the amount of change that is required to get out of a rut. And so, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel seems very bleak and very far away and very faint. And that actually is the thing that keeps us in it. And so, oftentimes, what I've seen with, with especially with high performers, when they get into a rut, what they tend to do is set super lofty, crazy ambitious goals to try and overcompensate for it. When what we actually need is some manageable, attainable goals to help us incrementally get out of the rut. And this is where manageable interim goals come into play. And we also need to be mindful that we tend to exaggerate our abilities uh, or wrongly attribute failure to circumstances beyond our control. So we we really need to execute a certain amount of ruthless uh, realism in this space About what your talents are and how they match up with the goals that you're trying to set. So if you're in a rut, if you're in a negative space, notice your tendency to want to set these like huge, big, hairy, audacious goals to try and bounce out of the rut in one foul swoop versus setting some manageable, attainable goals that you can clearly execute on day in, day out, week in, week out, and actually pull yourself out of the rut one step at a time. Uh, the other thing, you know, there's things like critical thinking, uh, obviously having a, a certain degree of critical thinking is important, uh, but I don't really have a ton of time to go deep into critical thinking on this one. So I'll, you know, I'll leave that with you if, if that's something you want to look into. But something that has been helpful is, is there's two more things, mental contrasting, um, which helps you really stay motivated by that desired future while keeping you realistic about really the, the steps that are needed to fix the problems that you're facing. So in order to do this mental contrasting, what you what we really need to do is contemplate your ideal future. So contemplate the ideal future that you want while thinking about the short-term factors that are actually standing in the way of achieving it. So it's visualizing your future, the ideal future, while looking at the obstacles that are in the immediate uh, short-term future. So just imagining having the future uh, alone and uh, imagining the the future alone, and and thinking about the possible problems, will not just propel you to take those actions, but it'll actually help you form the next steps. So the mental contrasting might be something that you want to do right before setting the attainable goals, so you can create a step by step action plan. And the last piece that all this is going to require is for you to get out of your comfort zone. A lot of the times we get into ruts because we are so stuck in our comfort zones and we don't want to break free of it. And so to get out of our, our, our rut, we need to understand what keeps us in it. You may actually be just be caught in your comfort zone. That actually might be what's p- keeping you in a rut, a situation that feels familiar because of your early childhood or because you got into a really comfortable relationship or you got into a cushy job that you haven't had to really put a lot of effort and dynamic into. These are the types of things that can, that can really keep us stuck. So we need to start to identify what those pieces are that are keeping us in our comfort zone and and know. And I I know this this is like one of the most uncomfortable ones because people hate looking at this space, but know the things that we fall back into. And so maybe part of your comfort zone is checking out watching Netflix for a few hours a night, eating a bag of chips or a, or a bowl of ice cream or like whatever that is. And notice when you are starting to fall into that space, because how you do one thing is how you do everything. And if you find yourself doing those, those things that you know are that equal your comfort zone on a regular basis, and you're wondering why you're in such a rut, well, it probably is due to in part and parcel To staying in that comfort zone. And so that's a reflection of your mindset in a lot of ways for the rest of for the for the totality of your life in that time period. And so when you're resting in your comfort zone in in that in that space, it can be very confronting because we don't uh, necessarily want to move out of it that's what I have for you today. Those are some of the ways in which we can pull ourselves out of a rut. Uh, I, I sincerely hope that you found this useful. Again, uh, even if you're not struggling with with being in a rut right now, you might want to bookmark this one in case you uh, in case you find yourself back there again. Uh, and if you know somebody that's stuck in a rut, whether it's their job or their relationship or just mentally and emotionally, definitely send them this podcast uh, if you found it to be of value. And, uh, and tag me in it when you share. It, tag me in it. I would love to answer some questions. And if you're in a rut, don't hesitate to reach out. And uh, until next week, this is Connor Bean signing off.